Welcome to Standing Strong Ministries podcast with Dr. Sean Strong. We hope that you are encouraged by today's message. Generation that is full of wickedness, that is full of evil, that is full of frustration. Can we stay clean in this generation? I think that's a huge question right now that I'm I'm asking. You know, can this generation uh, stay clean? Can they can they live a life of godliness? Can they, can we live a life of uh, of holiness? Can we live a life of uh, where we're different than the rest of the world? And I believe that we can. But I also believe that there's going to have we're going to have to be intentional about it. We're going to have to be intentional about what's going on. We're going to have to be intentional about how things are transpiring. And uh, right now, our focus must be intentional in living for God. So I want to uh, I want to share with you a passage of scripture this morning. And uh, if you've not had a chance to follow us on Facebook, if you've not had a chance to follow us on Instagram, if you've not had a chance to follow us on Twitter, uh, if you've not had a chance to follow us on Snapchat, please do so. Um, I don't know if we've, uh, we're in the midst of the process of updating some stuff. I don't know if they have that up there for you on the screen yet, but uh, that needs to be a priority soon, and we'll get that up there. Uh, hopefully, we'll have it done by Monday, and uh, we can have that on the broadcast for you, all of, our, all of our following. But please make sure and invite people to like our page on Facebook and uh, Periscope, uh, Twitter. We, we want to make sure and we get, we get this word out. But uh, I want to share with you a passage of Scripture in 1 John chapter 1, and I want to look at 7, 8, 9, and 10. It says, but if we walk in the light, it says, he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. Then it says, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And then it says, the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That was verse 9. I love what verse 10 says. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Can we stay clean in this generation? I think that's a big question. And uh, here's what I want to talk to you about. I'm going to give you six little points here today that I think will help us understand that we can stay clean. We can grow in Christ. We can move forward and always stay progressive in God. One of the things that I love about God is he's never in one place. He's always moving forward. And uh, I want you to remember that. We have all of these points. We like to put them in the comment section. And it's really important that we do that. We talk about these points, that we expand on these points because they're important. But you've got to take notes. You've got to type You've got to write them out. You've got to remember them. It's imperative that you do so. Here's number one. We've got to walk in fellowship with Jesus Christ. We've got to walk in fellowship with Christ. No person in this generation can ever be what God wants them to be if we don't walk with Christ. Walking with Christ is a dynamic thing you must do in your life. You must do it. There's so many people in our generation that want to do everything without God. They want to walk in every fellowship except God, except Jesus. We need Jesus in our generation right now. We need him more than ever. We need him to be so prevalent in our thoughts, in our minds, in our hearts. We need him to be prevalent in every single solitary 
movement in our lives. He wakes us up with grace. He gives us mercy to to travel through the to 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 move through the day. He gives us every every expedient work in our lives. And one of the things that I feel like we don't understand as a generation and as a as a people is that his power in us is what makes us in cell. But we don't get that unless we fellowship with Christ. One of the things that I want to really encourage you and really bring you to a place is you've got a fellowship with Jesus. How do you do that? Getting in his word. You you get in his presence. You praise the Lord. You honor him in all areas of your life. It's imperative that you do that. And so you've got to walk with him. You know, as, as people on the earth, it's amazing. We have so many different relationships. When you walk in relationship with someone, you know what they like. You know what they don't like. You uh, you know what their favorite movie is. You know what their favorite you know song is. You you walk in fellowship with those people. What gets me is a lot of people. We want to try to know Jesus without spending time with Him, and uh, you got to talk to Him. You got to you got to speak to Him. You got to love on Him. It's imperative. So I want to encourage you to walk with Christ. Number two, you've got to walk in fellowship with faith-filled people. You've got to walk in fellowship with faith-filled people. Watch this. Watch what he says here. He says, walk in the light. If we have fellowship one with another, he says this, and the blood of Christ cleanses. So you got to, so in other words, he's saying you're both together and you're both with Christ. You've got to walk with faith-filled people. One of the things that really makes me nervous in this generation is we're not careful about the influences in our lives. We don't really pay attention to the people around us. That troubles me. Because I think we I think God really wants to bring us to a place that we're in fellowship with people. And sometimes we don't like some of those people because, you know, they they uh they tell us the truth, they make us feel a certain way. But if you really look and you pay attention to the right kind of people and that you get the faith filled people in your life that you need, let me tell you what's gonna happen. You're gonna you know, righteousness is contagious. I want you to write that down. Righteousness or living right or hunger for God is contagious. And and I really feel like that we've got to be contagious in our living for God and it it will be cont- it will rub off on others and i want to tell you right now this is a time this is a place this is a season this is a dimension of your life that you've got to get faith filled people in your life you've got to get them working for you in you and through you and whatever you do you keep them around you so you can explode in faith you can be dynamic in faith you can explode in power you can be dynamic in power and all of those things are contagious when you're with the right people right living is contagious we've got to gain knowledge of that right now if we've ever done anything we need to be we need to have the right relationships, the right mentors, the right connections in our lives so God can bring us to the right place. You don't get, it is amazing to me how many people think you actually get somewhere without the right people. You're not getting anywhere without the right people. So you've got to walk in fellowship with the people of God. How do we stay cleansed? 
How do you stay clean in this generation? I'm giving you the answers. Number three, you've got to be cleansed and covered by the blood. You've got to be cleansed and covered us by the blood. One of the one of the most powerful things a Christian can learn is this. They overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. The blood always comes first. I want you to remember that. That's a key element in this today. The blood always comes first. I want you to put that in the comment section. The blood always comes first. We're cleansed by it. We're covered by it. We're rejuvenated by it. We're we're excelling in it. We're overcome with the blood in it. And it is imperative that we are covered and cleansed by the blood. Jesus' sacrifice doesn't need to be done in vain. I want you to put that, remember that, write it down so you don't forget it. Even put it in the comment section. His Calvary can't be done in vain. Calvary cannot be done in vain. And I want to tell you that this is so important that you understand what grace really is. Grace is his favor in action. Oh, oh man, I, I want you to put that. I want somebody to write that down. The Holy Ghost just gave that to me. It's grace is his favor, his kindness in action. I want to encourage you right now that the glory of God, the power of God starts with blood and the blood opens up grace and grace is his favor in action. We're cleansed by the blood. Here's number four. This is going to be a big one for a lot of Christians today. Recognizing that we make mistakes. Now, I don't want us to be sin conscious I don't want us to be mistake conscious. I don't want us to be always worried that we're making a mistake on a continual basis. I do want you to understand that it is imperative that you recognize when you make mistakes. One of the things that uh, that I notice about mechanics is they have a thing called uh, where they where it's trial by error. And uh, a lot of times, mechanics can hear something, and it could be a multiple. It, it could be on multiple levels of different kinds of things. But one of the things that they do is is they eliminate one problem, or recognize one problem, and then they find out that there might be three or four other little bitty tiny things that create one big problem. That's what Christianity is: is recognizing. Okay, we're not perfect without Christ, number one. We're not perfect without him. He is our righteousness. But at the same time, we've got to make small corrections. And how does that happen? The Holy Spirit, Jesus, they talk to us. They tell us what to do. They tell us what to fix. And then we correct those mistakes. We've got to, we've got to be big enough in this generation, in this culture, in this time, in this day and age, to recognize when we make mistakes. That doesn't mean you're walking in sin. It means you've just got to make some minor adjustments to create the proper result. And I think if we're honest with ourselves, especially in this time, everybody else is right, right? Everybody seems to be right. That's not the way, that's not the way we need to live. We need to be open to the right correction, 
to the right voices of correction, and we need to be willing to correct those mistakes. That's a powerful, that's a powerful word right there. Wherever and whatever we do, we need to be corrective and we need to be strong enough and we need to we need to love God enough. I recognize I did something wrong here. I recognize I I made a big mistake, which and 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 uh something something in this generation seems to be lacking. I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. I I messed up. I made a mistake. I shouldn't have done it. I sh- you know I I need to correct that. I apologize. And even when it looks like you're not wrong, but it's a it, it's bothering someone else, it's all right to take the high road and the long road around and say, all right, look, let me try to fix that. Maybe they don't like that. Maybe I am a little off just a tad bit. Maybe I can make a minor adjustment. Minor adjustments can, listen, I, man, I feel another Holy Ghost explosion coming on here. Minor adjustments can create major miracles walking through the landmines of life. I want you to write that down and somebody write that down so I don't forget it. Minor adjustments can create huge, huge mistakes walking through the the landmines of life. You make one little mistake out there where landmines are planted and you're you're dead. They're 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 going to explode and they're going to take you and everybody else around you with it. But if you make a minor adjustment and you miss the landmine, that one minor adjustment can create a landslide of greatness. And uh, it can walk you through the the major, major values of life. So you recognize your mistake, which leads me into the next point, number five. That means you've got to confess your sin and repent. Confession means after you've recognized it, you call it out. I confess that I made a mistake here. I shouldn't have done that. And then you repent, which means to have a total mindset change. I love this concept when it comes to Luke chapter 15. And the prodigal son is in the pig trough. He's laying there. His life is just about over to him in his mind. But the Bible says he came to himself. He had an epiphany moment. And then he had a confession. The servants have it better in my father's house than I do. I can eat better being a servant in my father's house than eating this pig straw. He confessed his sin. I shouldn't have left my father's house. I shouldn't have been. I shouldn't have went. I shouldn't have left. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have done those things. I should have stayed right there. And I should have waited and I should have made sure I knew what I was doing. So he recognized his mistake. Then he confessed his mistake. I'll just go back to my father's house. And then what did he do? He came to himself. He repented. He had a complete mindset, and he went back home. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you today. I want I want you to look at me and hear me today. This is your hour to stay clean in this generation. Repent and confess. Confess and repent. Get those two words in your spirit. Confess and repent. Repent, confess. Confess and repent. Repent, confess. It is all in in a in a in a crazy generation, a crazy time. It is all uh, a major, major, major thing, a major success if we could just learn to repent. 
Stop worrying about 50 other Christians and worry about your own backyard. Stop worrying about 35,000 other people and start worrying about you. Quit worrying about everybody else in your own world and worry about you. You live a clean life. They'll want to live a clean life and everybody else can be clean. Which leads me to my last point. He will cleanse us. Notice what it said. It says, and cleanse us. He will. He is faithful and just to, for, for, to forgive us of our sins. And then it says, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He, he will do it. You know, <clears throat> there's a lot of good cooks in this world. There's a lot of good chefs. There's a lot of good people. I have not found anybody that's a better cook than Crystal Strong. My wife, she is one of the best cooks I have ever known. Uh, she started out when we first got married. I kid you not, my wife has never, ever, ever had a bad meal in her life. Now, there is a running joke upon my house. She never cooked a bad meal, <laughs> but there is a running joke. There was one meal when we first got married that we ate about three or four times a week because it was cheap. And uh, here about five years ago, I said, listen, I love you, but I don't want to ever eat this if I don't have to. Now, if you cook it, I'll eat it because it's it's good. It tastes good, but it just it just I just don't have the appetite for it anymore. But she's never cooked a bad meal. Nobody can do it like Crystal. Nobody can make food like Crystal. And everybody, you know, tells me, "Oh, well, you should have so and so. You should have." Well, my thing is this. Nobody can do it like Crystal. Now let's take that to a spiritual sense. I love good preachers. I love good ministry. I love good I love good church. I love everything about the church of Jesus Christ. But let me break this down for you. Nobody, and I mean nobody, can do us and do what Jesus can do for us. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody can do it like Jesus. They had a phrase come out with Michael Jordan years ago. Nobody, nobody like Mike. Nobody does it like Mike. Well, let me let me reassure you. Nobody does it like Jesus Christ. No one. There's no one that is more faithful than Jesus. There was no one that's a better cleanser than Jesus. There's no one that's a better reviver than Jesus. There is no one that can answer prayers like Jesus. There is no one that can move for your life like Jesus. There's no one that can operate in the miraculous like Jesus. There is nobody like Jesus. He's A to Z. There's no one. He is it. He is the epiphany of life. He is the epiphany of everything we need. I want to encourage you and I want to tell you that the Lord loves you and honors you and cares for you. And there's nobody like Jesus that is faithful like he is. I so hope you've enjoyed today and you've enjoyed Stronger Every Day being us within our brand new studio. We are so anxious and excited to see where God goes from here. We've got a new camera. We've got a new software. We've got a, we've got a great production team and God is elevating us up to another level. And Stronger Every Day is an outreach of Standing Strong Ministries. And I want to encourage you today that you can be full of faith and the Word of God can make you strong. If this, is, if this show has been a blessing to you, 
We want to encourage you to sow a seed to us right now today. I'm going to give you four great ways to do that. Number one, if you want to sow to us today, you can simply hashtag donate right there watching the show on Facebook or Periscope or Twitter. You hit hashtag donate, all one word, no spaces. Wait on a link to come back to you after the broadcast is over. Click on that link, follow the instructions, and you can donate right there. Number two, you can also text the word STRONG to 1-888-364-4483. And uh, text the word STRONG to that number, 888-364-4483. You can text any amount there. You'll come a, a link will come back to you. Fill that link out, and you can donate that way. Also, you can cash app us or Venmo us at SSM STRONG. That's SSM strong cash cash app and venmo there's no fees there if you if you want to give money there's no fees there that's a great benefit to downloading cash app or venmo there's a great that's a great fee there you can attach your bank account it's a it's a great way to to send money uh via your bank account with a with a closed secret uh entity there there's there's no it, it's it's very very good cash app or venmo and last but not least you can always go to our website and you can always be a blessing to us and send a seed today to help this outreach in this great ministry. We love you. We honor you. We appreciate you. And remember, Stronger Every Day brings the Word of God to you in a great way. The coffee is strong, but the Word of God makes you stronger. And remember, we love you. We're praying for you. And something awesome today is going to happen in your life. And I want you to remember, we love you here at SSM. We care for you. We are believing God for your miracles. And I want you to whatever you do, stay strong today. We love you very much. We honor you. We'll see you Monday right here at 1130. We'll see you then. Welcome to Standing Strong Ministries podcast with Dr. Sean Strong. We hope that you are encouraged by today's message. 